You're listening to SM Media, the home of exclusive West of Scotland Football League content. Hi folks and welcome to the latest episode of the SM Media West of Scotland Football Show. I'm Scott McPike, it's an absolute pleasure to be your host as always. We're looking forward to this week's episode, delighted to be joined by Greenock Juniors coach Derek McMillan. Derek, welcome to the show, it's a pleasure to have you on. Yeah, looking forward to this, thanks for having me on mate, I'm looking forward to talking some football with you today. Absolutely, it's a good week to talk about the West, it's been it's, it's painted the West in a really good light this weekend, isn't it? Absolutely brilliant, uh, teams obviously one didn't go through, but to get that amount of teams through in the the big Scottish Cup's absolutely phenomenal. So I very, very proud to be part of the West this weekend, definitely. No, absolutely as well. We'll touch about in Greenock season so far. It's been kind of first first game defeat, but after that he's picked up really well. Sitting fifth in the league, three wins to four games, sitting in ten points. Really competitive league, but the start's been really good. So d- delighted. Uh, we played Yoker in the first game, who for me I think will go up in my right. opinion. If not winning the league, they'll be in the top three for me. And we actually played quite well. Um and Gordon was very complimentary after the game. So we took about a heart from that. And then we beat St Ants and uh, drew with Persia and we've had a couple of wins since. Obviously beating Craig Mark, who for me are another, another top side in the division. So if you'd have gave us 10 points out of 15 at the start of the season, we'd 100% took it. So we're, we're pretty pleased. We've still got miles to go in terms of improvement. But no, the, the gaffer and the coaching team and the players are, are, are relatively happy where we are, Scott, definitely. Yeah, Junior Cup as well. Really good start as well. We'll be looking forward to the weekend. Yes, I mean, we're playing Glen Cairn, who obviously got the first game, the first one yesterday will come on to, but that's a great game for us, you know, they're a good side, they're, they're well established, uh, but it's at home and you never know what can happen in a cup, we'll certainly, we'll certainly go and give it a go anyway. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned about the, the Scottish Cup, let's run through it, I mean, terrific weekend for the West of Scotland, seven out of the eight teams qualifying, just un- unfortunately Clyde Bank came up short against Spartans, but... We'll start with that game, actually. Spartans are a really good side. Clyde Bank had took the lead in the first half, but Spartans kind of got going. Spartans are one of the top teams in the Lowland League, but a big disappointment. But again, one of those one of those games where it can go either way. And it was, I think this was probably the hardest game. So it was kind of, Spartans probably just edged it in the day. I think um, Gordon Moffat would be disappointed with that. I think um, after the heroics last year, I think a home tie against Spartans, they, they probably would have fancied it. Now, that's not saying it against Spartans. They're a lone league seed side. They're quite competitive in that division. So I'm not overly surprised. But I think Clyde Bank will be gutted when they're sitting down thinking about that this week. I think that was a, a wee chance for them to progress. But look, listen, there's no disgrace losing to Spartans, of course. And I'm sure they'll move on and have a have a good season. But yeah, I think they'll be disappointed with that. Um, but yeah, uh, they've done great last season. And you know, to have a run like that's fantastic. And to do it season after season is quite difficult, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. We'll start with, obviously, the, the two games on Friday night. We'll start with Pollock against Huntley. There was a lot of problems going into this weekend, obviously, the situation. It was maybe on the TV, but obviously due to the, the circumstances we've all had over the past week or so, it's, it was changed and it was obviously not on the TV. But Pollock didn't phase them one bit. A 6-0 victory. Really, really impressive display. And again, just shows you that this Pollock side can compete against a higher level. Aye, so I wasn't surprised at the result, Scott, to be honest, um, to... I was surprised at the 6 0 scoreline, but not at the at Pollock winning. They're a, they're a great side, and I think they felt a bit aggrieved with the 
the game not being on the television. So I think they took that wee extra kick in and took out on Huntley, to be fair. So, but listen, that's a great result. They've got some good players. Paul can, you know, it's testament to the West how strong it is. So I was delighted for them. And, you know, they've got a great tie in the next round against Annan. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully the BBC pick that up and make up for, for last Friday. I would like to. I would like to hope they will. I think that will be a, a really good game for them to focus on. Again, you've got to mention Darren Christie as well. Another double. He's been in fire so far this season. Listen, I've been watching Darren Christie and the juniors for years. You know, back in the days when he was at Nielsen, and, and what a player he is. And obviously, he's been in the leagues for a, uh, the, the, the SPL for a SPFL League Two for a couple of seasons there. To come back down and and keep doing it, it's just fantastic. He, he's just he's hard to play against. He never gives up, and he's got that real quality. So. Not surprised to see him scoring a couple of goals and, and Paul getting a good win. Yeah, absolutely. The other game on Friday night was Auchinleck going away to Syngenta. This was, I thought this would be a bit of a banana skin, and I'm not going to lie. I thought Syngenta, know a bit about them, know they're, they're a very ambitious club. I thought Auchinleck, the start they've had, would it, be a, would it be a tight game for them? But again, really impressive performance from Auchinleck. Here, Samson with a double. They find a way, and they were very convincing. Very good performance from Auchinleck. 4 2 win against a really a team who would have fancied their chances. So, yeah, I totally agree. I thought this might have been a banana skin for Talbot. Although they're, they're holding up their own standards, they're not at the best of starts for them. But, take, as you said, you hit it nail on the head there. Is they, they find a way. You know, they, they probably did that great by reports. But, you know, they're in the, the next round and that's all that matters. In general, an up-and-coming team. You know, obviously got promoted last year. Got a good manager. They've got a youngish squad. So they would have been well up for that on a Friday night game against the Talbot at home. So, Listen, it's all about getting through and if Talbot progress into the next couple of rounds, they'll not, they'll not remember that performance. They'll just say we're through and that's all that matters. But as I say, Syngenta can feel unlucky. I think it was quite close up until the end. I think Talbot's yeah. seen half. So, listen, well done to Syngenta for giving a, a top team a close run. But as you said, Talbot always find a way. Yeah, brilliant to see Shankers back on the bench as well. Quite mentioned for him. Darvel 8, Tynecastle now. Now, I was thinking right get into this game. I knew Darvel would probably be the favourites, but... I didn't see this coming. I didn't see an 8-0 scoreline with eight different goal scorers and it just shows you what we spoke about for the past few weeks. This insane strength and depth that Darvel have. It's unbelievable. Now, obviously, I was at Darvel for a year uh, before I went to Beath and the, the, the strength and depth is just unbelievable. You, you've got boys that are, you know, not in the squad sometimes that are good enough to play in the Premier League for any other team. Yeah. So, I'm not surprised that and I've seen how Mick works and I've seen how this, the coaching staff work. I'm not surprised there's eight different scorers. The way they play and they knock the ball about, the rotations is just, it's a joy to watch for a, for a kind of up-and-coming coach like myself. But eight nils against anyone's, you know, is a bit of a doing. And, and I feel sorry for Tyne Castle. I think it's just obviously clicked for Darvel on, on the day and, and, and they've, you know, had a great result. So well done to Mick and his team, definitely. Yeah, brilliant result for them as well. I did feel a wee bit for Tyne Castle because I do, don't, obviously following the, the East they're not as I thought they weren't. They weren't. I didn't think they'd be a, any mugs, but obviously Darvel have just been electric on the day, and they're a really good side. See when they click, watch them against go one, and, and see when they click, they're hard to stop. They're really good. The result of the weekend, I am going to give to Glasgow Uni going up to Forest and winning three two. That is a massive result. I've, I've massive credit to Mark Adams and his team for that that performance because it, it's not just the fact you're going against a team three three divisions above you, it's going the, like that far. It's a far distance to travel, as you know. Going there and winning 3-2 is massive credit to them. Unbelievable. I've known Mark previous iterations, he sponsors the 20s league through the charity he bought and stuff like that. So I've kind of met him a few times and when he was appointed, I thought, you know, that's a, that's a good appointment and, and his, his results have backed that up. As you know, that you know, 
it's hard to get a team consistent team at the uni teams because you don't know when they're going to be there, when they're yeah. going to be home. Very, very difficult. He's working under constraints that probably the rest of the managers in our league aren't doing it. But to, to work there and, and win in the Scottish Cup's absolutely fantastic. Now, I think they play Albion Rovers in the next round. That's just, that's what it's all about for guys as you know, you, you want to go and play these teams and I hope Glasgow Uni go and beat them. As I say, I, I, I want all the teams in our league to go through. There's certainly no jealousy from Greenock. I want Glasgow Uni to go as far as possible because mm-hmm. it's great for it's great to see. So good luck to Mark and his team and I hopefully they can they can beat Albion Rovers as well. Yeah, absolutely. Massive credit. A thoroughly deserved victory. Really impressive. Another team that had to travel to a big distance to get a result and they certainly did was Cumnock. 2-1 away to Keith. Again, just Cumnock have really impressed me so far this season. They've just they've recruited in the right areas and again, going two, le- two levels above you, doesn't matter the level they're, what the side's like, going getting that confidence, going up there, fancying your chances. Massive result for Cumnock again. Massive. Again, I'm not overly surprised. You know, I keep saying that, and that's not to talk down in other leagues. It's just that I know how good that, that Premier League is and the teams that are in it. But yeah. how often do you see in the, the, first, the fourth round proper, you know, playing, you know, Hearts, Hibs, Rangers, Celtic. You see it every season since I was a wee guy. So the fact that we're now talking about Cumnock uh, beating these teams is just great, and it just shows you the strides that they've made. Cumnock are a good team. You know, I've seen them beat Darvo earlier on the season, and they they're just a handful, you know, and they're well organised. And Brian McGinn has got them doing really well. So, listen, I'm not surprised, but listen, you've still got to go up there and do it. You know, it's a sports it's journey, it's all the logistic nightmare that you'll have. And to go up there and be an established team in Keith is just fantastic for Cup. Yeah. Another game, Ben Bird 4, Dundonald Bluebell 2. Dundonald Bluebell were actually a, re- they had a really good season so far, Lee. So, it was um, another massive result to, for Ben Bird to get four goals and beat them. Really impressive result. So this is the one I was a bit surprised with. Um, not to be little Benbar, but they're at home and they're a good side, lovely big pitch and that there. But I seen Dundonald were, you know, close to the top of the East yeah. Premier League. And Benbar had the best of starts, if we're being honest with it. So, listen, fantastic. Um, it's just great to see, you know, and to beat them 4-2. You know, I, I wasn't sure how the scoring went in that one. Um, apologies for that. But to win 4-2 against any team from the, as you say, even that's a division above that, that's fantastic. So, really pleased for Benbar and uh, yeah, we played them soon in a, another cup, so it was, uh, it was, we had a wee uh, look at them, and uh, yeah, it was a bit of a, we came away a bit that way, so we'll see how it goes, but listen, very, very pleased for them, and it's a great result. Yeah, and the final game, we'll touch on another 4-2, but Co-1-4, Trinent Juniors 2, what a game, what a game by all reports, I spoke to a couple of people that again, they said it was end-to-end. Trinent, I watched Trinent against Argo last season, they really impressed me how well they could cut through the midfields. I know Nishi, obviously going in there, Nishi's got them really well drilled. But Cowan and Dylan Markham, a double, that's what David's there to do. He's there to get the, the big games. That's what he was brought in to do. And what a result, beating the, the East champions, team flying in the Lowland League. Massive result for the people of Cowan. Great result. Absolutely fantastic result. This 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 is a, a real tough draw for them because Trinent have obviously came down to Darvel and, and, and put them out, went to the Lowland League instead of them. So listen, that's a great result for Cowan. Goms is a great manager uh, for me and um, maybe got a bit of a rough deal at uh, Broomhill or whatever. So I think he's got a bit of a point to prove and I think he'll do that at Cowan. So hard to be successful in that league because of how strong it is. But results like that are just fantastic. They're a home to fourth on the next round. Like yeah. that bouncing um, whenever, the, whenever the, the game is. That's a, Cowan's a, a great football town, you know, and I only stay 15, 20 minutes away from myself. So I know it well and they'll be up for that. And I, I, honestly, I wouldn't bet against them beating fourth for either. Yeah. That's the thing with us, with the, the Scottish Cup, like, 
you fancy like see some of the draws these teams get. It's not a case of they're going there just to make up the numbers. You fancy the the West teams to really kind of compete. Like coming against the Barton, the Barton, the Barton are flying in the the third division, but I would fancy coming. Like, I would fancy coming to certainly give them a run for their money. Like, I really would. I, I, you wouldn't be shocked. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't bet on you wouldn't bet on either team really if you're a betting man. You know, I think that game could go either way, and that's that's great to see. You know, and is is the two divisions above. In the pyramid and in the flying, but again, come look. Anyone in that league in the West for me can beat anyone in the league in any given day, and it's it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. It's a great time to be involved with the West, as I've said. Yeah, absolutely brilliant for the the West. Really, really good. On obviously seven out of eight teams. Obviously, you can't you can't ask for any better. Obviously, Clyde Bank were unlucky, but really, really good weekend for the West. But we did have league action. We it wasn't just a case of the cup was on and everything else was off. The four games I'm going to touch on, Arthurley nil, Cambus Lang 3, Bede nil, Rob Roy 3, Glenafton nil, Troon 1 and Hurl for 2, Lags 2. Before we get into talking about each game, certainly a big weekend for the away teams, three wins out of four. Yes, it's I. It just shows you what that league's like. It's so unpredictable. Um, I mean, Beaver, Beaver especially, if they'd have won, they'd have went top of the league and, mm-hmm. and Oh, you're now in touch and distance of Hurford. So, listen, I wouldn't, I, I'm not a betting man myself, but I, I honestly wouldn't put a pound on any of these results at the weekend. It's just so hard to hard to predict. I mean, Campus Lang, obviously, have not won one all season. To go to Arthurley and win 3 0 is just, you know, unreal. You, and Scott Hansen getting a double as well, as I noticed, which is probably what they've been missing recently. And, and Arthurley at home are very hard to beat, you know, and although they've not had the best of starts, it's still. I still would not have predicted a Athena win for Canvas Line Rangers. Um, be they'll be disappointed, of course, because they beat Pollock a couple of weeks ago and, you know, that would be flying. It's almost like null and voided that result, which is disappointing. But again, Maxie's doing a fantastic job there. It's yeah. like he just, he, he obviously got them up best, kept them up last season. He's really kicked on and it's, he's doing a, a fantastic job. And Troon, to anyone at Glen Afton's hard, you know, no matter if Glen, the Glens are down the bottom of the league, middle of the league, it doesn't matter. Any any three points you get down there is fantastic. And Trun have, have managed to do that, who will be doing okay. And Hurl for Villar seems as if it was a cracker, um, two each right. and a send equaliser. But Lars just don't give up. And I, as I say, we, we played Lars in the final last year and I was really, really impressed with them. And I've seen them a couple of times. And when their backs to the wall, they seem to do well. And they're obviously 2 1 down away to league leaders and to pull a Pull a draw out the hat, out the out the bags, fantastic. No, hopefully, hopefully kick them on. I, I like Lars are a good wee setup, and you know, hopefully they can kick on. But Hurlford will be disappointed because you know they could have really went a few points clear with with Darvel, etc. Not not playing on yeah. Saturday in the league. Exactly, I think exactly that's exactly right. I think Hurlford will be on. Un- will be feeling unfortunate they didn't pick up all three points. But I want to touch on Lars briefly because I I did I did have my fears about Lars about the obviously losing well and. Losing those amount of goals, I thought would be really, really kind of tough to replicate. But they're on, they're on six points, three draws, and one win. Like the only defeat was against Rob Roy, and I know it was a kind of heavy defeat, but they've actually went under the radar just how kind of solid they've been so far this season. Yeah, I think they'll be fine. I generally think they'll be fine. They've got the obviously they've lost a couple of key players, but they recruited some decent players. A boy for Yoker, I know went in. It looks good in preseason. I've seen mm. them a couple, but. They've just got something about them down there. Like, I don't know quite what it is, but they're certainly doing a, a good job in terms of battling for every point. And every point you get off them, you need to fight tooth and nail for. So I think I think Lags will be fine. I think there'll be three teams worse than them. I can see them finishing quite comfortably, you know, fifth, sixth bottom or something like that. I think Arnie, with, the, with the, the squad that he's got, would probably take that at this moment in time. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think as well, we'll touch about on obviously Camber's Lang. That's a massive one for them, as you said. Scott Anson with a double. Really to they had a really tough start, obviously went out the cup as well. Getting that win against a team like Arthur, who obviously were a fellow promoted team, massive result for Camber's Lang, I would have said. Definitely. This is uh, the the day for me in the in the Premier League. They had they had to they had to get it. And um we played Camslang ran away with our conference last year and they were a top top side, but obviously they've lost Scott Williamson, they lost, um, the guy up front getting well and, and to replace the goals is just difficult, you know, and they've tried a few boys, it hasn't quite worked out. But as I think to go to Dunley and win three 0 hardly anybody does that, never mind if you're sitting bottom of the league. So yeah, fair play to them, it's a massive result and it gets them up to I think they're third bottom now. Yes. They're, they're in the pack, I think I've seen so yeah, great result, fantastic result, and they hopefully can kick on for them. Yeah. Uh, one thing I want to touch on before we get into the, the first division was uh, Urban Manager appointed, Urban Meadow appointed a new manager and George Grierson. What was your thoughts when you heard that? Yeah, I, I think I was a little bit surprised at the appointment at first. I, I, I had a few names in mind, you know, and the, the yeah, rumour so rumor mill was going round and round, as you know. But, I mean, it's a tried and tested appointment for me. I think it's a, a pretty safe appointment. I think he's got good experience. I think he's done some decent jobs at, at some decent-sized clubs. Obviously, it's the next level for him. Urban Meadow... Listen, that would have been a great job to get. You know, they would have been not been uh, shortened applications, I would imagine. They're, they're a big club. Um, I feel sorry for Spenny and, and Lata there because I thought, you know, they had a couple of good results this season and it was maybe, you know, what's going on. But it's a great club. They've got a good squad, you know, and, and I know a couple of the boys there and, and know, know that if they get a decent tune out of them, they'll, they'll do well. So... Mm-hmm. A bit surprised, but I think he'll do. I think he's got a great squad there. I think he's got a, a decent backing in, in the committee and the fans down there. So, listen, I'm sure he'll do well. And you know, it's obviously a disappointing result on Friday night to start with. But you know, he's only he's only got his foot in the door. So, I think he'll do a good job. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens there. I'm, I, I was a surprising appointment. I'm not gonna lie. It was not a name. Certainly, George wasn't a name I thought about. But obviously, he's. Reports are he's, he's interviewed really well and he's a really nice guy as well, but a lot of time for him as well. So really hope he does well at Arvind Meadow. First division, the division that always springs up surprises mm-hmm. and it's no different this weekend. Blantyre 3, Nielsen 1, Cumbernauld 1, Thornywood 2, Colburnley 2, Bonneton 1, Rossville now Rutherglen 3, Shorts 2, Whitlitz 1, and St Rocks 3, Johnston 0. Colburnley are top of the league. They had to dig deep, got a really late goal against Bonneton to win 2-1, but they're sitting top, 13 points from six games, they'll be happy. But of course they will, of course they will. And when I first joined, you know, we had a wee chance to get in this division. I got a run of last season. And looking at it, I'm going, maybe it was best we didn't. You know, it's such <laughs> a such a tough, tough league with some big, big teams. Colburnley to be sitting top after five games, uh, Tommy will be delighted, no doubt about that. Yeah, absolutely. Massive result for them as well. Rutherglen away to Rossville 3-0. Again, Rutherglen, first one of the season. Haven't, obviously, you obviously know that you'll be playing them this weekend, but I would be really encouraged by how they played against Colwinning and obviously going to Rossville, who, again, we spoke about a few times, maybe a, a club go through a bit of a transitional period, but a massive win for Rutherglen, and again, they'll be taking a lot of confidence to play you in the weekend. Yeah, which is not great, is it? But they... <laughs> Rutherglen have got some great players we've had them watch myself personally they've got some very very good players and I think they'll be okay as well in this division uh, whether they've got enough to be promoted I'm not so sure but time will tell but they're definitely high, should be higher than what they are and I think that win will, will kick them obviously they've had the replay with Cowan that's kind of stopped them I think they've played a couple of games less than the teams above them so yeah. I think okay 
They're very good going forward. Yeah, but we'll look. It'll be a hard game next week, and uh, it was a bit disappointing they got their confidence boost on Saturday. But we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, a game that I thought was was a, a draw written all over it was St Rocks against Johnson. Two really even teams. Obviously, David won Manager of the Month, so big congratulations to him. But St Rocks three 0 home one over Johnson. Really good start for the for St Rocks so far. Nine points from five, uh, five games. They're doing it. They had a really tough start. I think they lost the first game to Platelets, but they've kicked on really well for that. Yeah, I mean, they went away and won at Coburnley as well earlier on in the season, so that that's two massive results that come into my, my mind. And at the Borough, a good time, good, really good side. They gave us a bit of a, a going over in pre-season, shall we say. The, the front four is as good as anything that we've got in this league. Mm-hmm. So I think that St. Rocks will be delighted with that. And I know Jamie well, and I know Jamie will be absolutely devastated at losing 3-0 to anyone. Um, in that league or any any game that Johnson Borough play but it just shows you that league anyone can beat anyone on their day Scott and it's um, yeah. Oxford are a very hard place to go they play some decent football at times and you know I'm not surprised at the result of, of course but maybe at the margin of the, the result for me was uh, a bit more than I thought it would be Yeah I was surprised at C0 but again David Greggs went in there and done a great job so far and these are that it's it's such a hard league to predict, and again we'll touch on this one. Blantyre against Nielsen, second against third. It went it's Blantyre again. I was kind of thinking last season, will they be able to, to kind of come straight back up? But they're certainly shown so far that they can they can compete at a high level in that league. Big yeah. result against Nielsen. I think that was Nielsen's second defeat. Yep, second defeat of the season. But again, they've started really well. It was a game that was very even, but Blantyre had a really good performance. Yeah, I, I was worried about Blantyre in this league because obviously they had such a poor season last year in a, in a difficult division under difficult times. But I was worried about them, but they recruited quite well. They signed a couple of twenties boys that that I knew, um, one on one Fisco Bride as well. And I thought, you know, they're they're picking up some decent players. So, ah, uh, yeah, they, they'll be delighted. Nielsen are a good side as well, you know. And I think they've only lost to Blantyre and Johnston Borough away now, yeah. which is no disgrace, but. That again, and I keep going back to any three points you pick up in that first division is, is golden because you know there's teams that you think might get relegated that could be up there at the end of the season, and vice versa. It's an absolute crazy division, and any three points is golden. But Blantyre are second, of course, and Nielsen are still third. So, although they've been beat on Saturday, I'm sure they'll still be quietly happy with their start. Yeah, big one for Thornwood as well, going to Cumberland Olden, winning 2 1 again, as we touch on. A game that he was, it's impossible to predict, but again, massive one for Thornwood. Nine points from six games, three wins, three defeats. They won the last two. Again, Jamie Nisbet does it. Again, massive result. Aye. Again, they were in our division last year. We played them last game of the season. I, I was very impressed with how they how they played, how they were structured. So I, I can see them being hard to beat in that division. That's obviously, they're obviously clicking. I, I, I don't know about- other, uh, coaching staff, management team that uh, in, in August it's hard, they've still got boys on holiday. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they would have maybe got their full team back in the last couple of games and they're starting to pick up because I'm not surprised at that result because they're, they're a good, well-oiled unit and they've been together for a couple of seasons now. So I can see them, you know, it's such a tough, tough division, but I think they'll be okay as well. And that, that's a great result away from home. Yeah, absolutely. Shorts and Pallets was a, the final game in the first division. Two teams probably in, in need of a win. It was Shorts at 1 2 1. Shorts now got up to six points from five games and Quatlet's now without a win in the last four. Obviously, with the points deduction as well, so obviously Quatlet's will be hoping to pick up soon, but a big win for Shorts. Great win for Shorts. Uh, I know a couple of boys at, at Whitless, I know Popey, I know, I know Jason Walker who were disappointed. Okay. I think they felt as if they could have got something more, um, but at the end of the day, Shorts is still a difficult place to go and yeah, I'm 
probably you could say that for the last 30 years, you know, they're, they're, they're a good, good team. Uh, I watched them a couple of times last year and you know, they, they do what they're good at, you know, they win their, their battles, they play some nice stuff at times, they get the ball in the box and again, Whitlitz had started well and obviously they lost that three points and that, that could be vital come the end of the season but I'm looking at them, they score goals and if they can get the other part right and stop them, I think they'll, they'll be okay, they're, they're very good going forward but Shots is a great win and, and obviously... Again, I'll repeat myself, sorry for being boring here, but anyone in this division you take and, and you run because they're, they're, they're so hard to come by. Is this the toughest league in Scotland? I, I think so. I think so. We'll probably come on to the third division shortly, but yeah. the same height. But um, I, I, honestly, it's so difficult. Like, And the, the quality's great as well. I've seen most teams, we've played against most teams and friendlies, and most of the teams try to get the ball down and play, which yeah. is good. Not a big club on the beating Bonneton, and even Bonneton are improving now, and they're they're down the bottom of the echelons of the league. So, I I would probably say that it's definitely the most competitive, and there's one of I would say eight teams that I wouldn't be surprised if they won it, and that that's remarkable. You don't get that anywhere. No, you certainly don't. It's a league that, as I say, just every week if you picked if you picked six wins out of that league, you would be rolling in it. I would say because it's such a hard league, and as I say. That's what you want, though. You want that competitive edge. And likes of St. Caddox as well. St. Caddox haven't lost in their, I think, five games. I Four games, two wins, two draws. They're t- Again, they're still they're five points behind the lead, but all it takes is another one and they'll be back up there. So it just shows you how competitive this, this league will be. I don't see them running away with it. No, definitely not. It will be close. And that'll yeah. be great. Neutral to watch that for myself as a neutral. If there's a, a few games off it towards the end of the season, that that's where I'm going. I'm going to watch the game in the Division One because for me that's that's real quality and uh, real real closeness. If you like, the teams are so even. Yeah, second division. We'll touch on that. We've I'll just go run down the results. Greenock three, Ardeer one, Coastside Rangers four, Glasgow United three, Mabel one, Glasgow Perthshire one, Muircart two, Craig Mark five, Renfrew three, Fourth Juniors one, eh, Fourth Wanderers one. Sorry. And St. Anne's 2, Mary Hill 1, and Wishon now Ashfield 4. Start with Greenock. You yeah, sent, the, they sent the video of the goal. What an unbelievable team goal that was. Oh, I, um, I'm not one for blowing, blowing our own trumpets, but we have been working on that, so it was nice to see it validated. The boys have been well drilled on that all season. It's not quite come off for us, um, but you having the, the, the young squad that we've got. You know, they keep trying it. Their confidence doesn't get knocked too much by by doing it and, and it finally came off. The, the first goal was nearly just as good but we gave it away in the middle of it so I didn't bother sending that in but me and, and the gaffer, Ian, wants to play football you know, and that was a massive reason why I went there when I spoke to Ian on the phone was like, we'll, we'll, do, we'll, we'll do this, we'll die in the, the hill if we need to but we're yeah. going to go football and myself and Ross Holland, the, the coach with me of, and the goalkeeping coach even has really worked, worked night and day to try and, try and get us to play football so it was nice to see it coming now we're not daft enough to say that, you know, that's always going to be the way we score goals. We know that. But to get that validation was lovely. And, and the manager's been walking about with a, a smile on his face like a Cheshire Cat since Saturday. So he's a, he's a happy man, which is good. It means he's less money about certain things. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the game itself, um, Scott, we, we lost a penalty in five seconds. Mm-hmm. Five seconds. Like, it was unbelievable. It's how good that goal was. It's almost superseded by how bad losing a penalty in five seconds. I couldn't even believe it. I uh, had to watch it again last night to count what it back. Ha- what happened? So basically, they took centre. Our, um, they played it along. They won a header that ended up in our box. Our centre half didn't deal with it, and our right back filled our winger. 
So it was it was horrible and it was one of these you couldn't make it up. So we'll fix that. You know, our defence was too deep and you know we'll pick the bones out of that. But to be fair, after that point I thought we controlled the game. You know, they're a good side. Now they're well organised, they've got some very good players and they beat Josh Butler a couple of weeks ago and I know they lost it in through, but we thought this game could have went either way when we sat down and, you know, we do a points predictor and, you know, our aims for the month and we thought this could have been a draw, you know, and yeah. we really, really could have been, they could have won, but the boys stuck to their task and, and obviously they got a guy sent off when it was 2-1 just before half time. But to be honest, that was due to us, you know, pressurising them and not giving them a minute and, and playing our sort of aggressive on the front foot style and, and, and they got a bit frustrated to be honest and then the second half we pretty much controlled it so it, it, no matter where you want to finish in the league you need to win your home games and that's just the two home games and we've won the both of them against St Ants and um, against Aldir so yeah we're delighted with our home form um, and hopefully we can carry that on to next weekend at the Cup but yeah I was glad I was coming on here after a win to be honest yeah. it was if we'd have beat you might have got old cancer email from me <laughs> But you, you look at the top of the league, we'll start with Renfrew 3, 4th 1, Renfrew 5 wins for 5 games. We knew at the start of the season they were going to be a really good side. They're, they're showing that. Oh, I, I think, obviously, they didn't go up because Davo didn't go up. And, yeah. and I, th- um, I think we all said at the start, you know, I'd be shocked if Renfrew don't win the league. Now, I, I'll still say that. I, 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 they could, they're very good. They're just a machine, you know, they're well-oiled. They had a change in manager, of course, but the assistant manager came in and it just, it's just been seamless you know I, I can't last time they lost gave us a bit of doing last year at, at Ravens Craig in one of our first games and we've actually got them in a few weeks at home so it'll be nice to see sort of how far we've, we've came but they, they are aye, they, they, I'm not going to say they're going to run away with it because Clare Mark are a very good side as well but Renfrew will, will win the league probably quite comfortably I think and Craig Mark as well 5-2 away to Muircourt with five different goal scorers Again, they would one one defeat for six games, but they are a really good machine when they get going. We, we obviously we beat them a couple of weeks ago, but they're, they're, they're the best team we've played so far by mm-hmm. by distance. They are very well trained. They know where to be on the pitch. They pass the ball very very well. We we we've had a luck a little bit and scored some great goals on the counter attack because that's how we set up to play because we kind of had to. They were. Mm-hmm. They were favourites but for them to bounce back and, and go down and beat Muircourt 5-2 I'm, I'm not really surprised that they're a, they're a good team and, and they'll go up with Renfrew and, and if I'll be shocked if they don't Yeah and a team that I, we've got to give massive credit to and how the well they've done so far this season is Ashfield lost Aye. a heavy defeat in the first game to Muircourt but they've bounced back really well a 4-0 win away to Wishaw again Ashfield massive credit to them because they've kind of went under the radar as well obviously the first First game, I think they lost seven two. I think to come from that is unbelievable, and going a winning streak the way they have has been really good. So they've, they've scored twenty three goals in six games. Yeah. So, so whatever league you're in, and to go away and win four 0 I I kind of knew them. I didn't know the management team, but I was involved with Thorn Athletic at amateur level before, and I, I knew the guys that were coming from Hearthstones who were a top side. So I'm not I'm not surprised at the start they've had. Um, I think they'll 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 I say I think Yoker's the favourite and I'll, I've said that from day one but I wouldn't be surprised if Ashley would nick that um just for the way they play football. Um the, the the real test of time will come when suspensions and injuries and stuff start to kick in for teams and maybe when you get halfway through you can really predict. But Ashley you couldn't ask for a better start from them. They've bounced back, they've they're banging goals in and you know, four 0 win away from home for Wisho who haven't the best start but they're not you know, they're no mugs, you know, so that's a great result for Ashfield and yeah, I'm looking forward to playing them. I think that'll be 
that could be a five, a six five, or a five each, the same way that Mabel and Ashfield was a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, Mabel as well, drawing one, drawing one each for Glasgow Perthshire. We'll touch in Colsaith four, Glasgow United three. A goal first for a, for the neutral there, really good for Colsaith Rangers as well. Glasgow United uh, lost. They had a they had a good start, two wins for three games. We've lost the last three, but. That game, that, by the sounds of it, just by the couple of people I spoke to, that game could have went either way. It was two really attacking sides who took advantage of a lot of chances and obviously Colsaith just won it on the day. Yeah, I again, wouldn't be surprised if the game was a drop five each, four, three, I either. And I've seen them both and they both like to score goals. I think the thing in this division is, you know, I think we're the third best goal against and we've conceded nine in five games, you know, so it's not... Yeah. I just think that's the way teams are set up that they're maybe not good enough to get clean sheets so we go right let's go and outscore and again the punters would have got their fivers worth at that game and, and that's what this division's all about division one is really tight and you know and great quality and you know some clean sheets and stuff like that I don't think you're going to get many clean sheets in division two but what you'll get is good honest players trying to score goals you know and going Cole Scythe obviously I think that's the set is that the first second one second one um, yeah. or the first one I can't remember anyway no, but second one so far I think they needed that as well to, to put them up the table. I, ha- I had them higher up when I was looking at it at the start of the season. I think they'll I think they'll go on a wee run now. And first one of the season for St Anthony's as well, a 2-1-1 over Mary Hill. Two teams that were in need of a win in St Anthony's. Again, Warren Omar and, uh, and Louisville, I think his name is. Yeah. They, they've done it last season. They were vital for St Anthony's to get in the position they were and they continue to do it. Dab's one of the best players in the league, mate, by yeah. far. Well, I really believe that we we went and watched them and highlighted them for our game and and, and we almost man marked them, you know, because and that's the biggest compliment you can give a player. Uh, we managed to get the win that day, but I don't think many teams will go to the ants and win. I don't think so. I think they've even though they've not had a great start, they drew their first game. They've now beat Mary Hill. Um, obviously, I know Mark very well, who's my manager at the Beef Twenties, and he, he'll be disappointed, but. I think when the, the dust settles, you'll realise that, you no. Know, I think as the season goes, not many people will pick points up, but and certainly not full full points. And Mark, Mark at Maryhill will be fine. They'll, they'll, they'll get better and better. He's a, a great manager and uh, good, some good players. And I just think he needs a wee bit more time to, to get it right. Uh, he's came in a bit late and tried to chase his backside a little bit, but they'll be fine. And the Ants, again, they've played Renfrew away in a couple of hard games, so mm-hmm. I think they, they win their home games, they'll be fine as well, I think. Let's get into the third division. I want before we get into the results, it was thirty nine goals in nine games, so it was obviously a really exciting weekend for goals. But the situation at East Kilbride Thistle, what's your thoughts on that? Obviously, a hand yeah. was was sacked, and Aaron Connolly's took interim charge. There's there's certainly a lot going on, and I think there was a lot of buzz about East Kilbride because of who they signed over the summer. They haven't started well. I think it's just been a situation that's just been kind of festering, and it's. We don't know the full story, but I, th- I certainly think there's a lot. There was a lot going on. As someone that's not close to anyone there, I wouldn't like to say. You know, there's obviously rumours crazy and people are saying all sorts. But if you just get it back to a football perspective, I think when you're not winning football games, yeah. these come to the forefront. Um, and I think that's maybe ultimately why there's been murmurings or stuff happening in the background. Um, don't like seeing Andy losing their job. Gary's obviously stepped up and. For me, got I couldn't believe some of the signings they was making, and I'm thinking to myself that EK will, will win that league. I honestly did believe that. I think they're bossing with them a random close. It's not maybe came to fruition either, but I thought EK would definitely be up there. It's a shame, you know, and, and I, the way it's and stuff like that. I hope it gets sorted, and I hope EK and, and the players, more importantly, get to get to move on and, and keep playing football because 
you know, nobody wants to see a club in, in turmoil or, or playing out in Twar. It's no nice. Yeah, and as they, they picked up well on Saturday, a 2-0 win over Kalouk. Probably, no disrespect to Kalouk, but probably the, the, the right game for them, I get. Probably, I, maybe when you're lacking in confidence, I think probably at home to the kind of bottom of the league team was probably the right game for them. But again, Andrew Skinner with a double. He's a guy who always goes under the radar as well. He always seems to be vital for them. Four goals, exactly. And, and that's the hardest thing to do. You know, if you've got a, a guy that's um, going to score you, 15, 20 goals a season, you've got a, you've got a chance and he, he certainly could. But the thing is we yeah, Kalduka, you know, I don't want to, uh, you, you probably would have picked that game and that's no disrespect to Kalduka, of course. I think probably the guys there would probably say that at the moment as yeah. well. And I don't think the guys at EK will be under any illusions where a 2-0 win at home to Kalduk fixing the issues they've got. Um, I think there's more problems to fix there, but yeah, fair play to them. Fair play to Aaron for getting the win and, you know, hopefully they can move on and, and, and whatever that means for them is to move on and, and keep, keep playing football. Yeah, absolutely. But Kelo's run came to an end. Obviously, their unbeaten start was Kybosh by Vela Clyde, who have who are on a brilliant run themselves. Five straight wins in the league. Brilliant yeah. for Vela Clyde. And again, a game that probably could have went either way, but Vela Clyde, massive result for them. Yeah, great win away from home. Kelo, Kelo obviously flying. And do you know what's amazing about this league? Kelo are fourth now. I know. You know both, it's absolutely crazy. But Kelo, we again we played them last year and we, we drew with them and they, they're well they're well organised no matter where Kelo are in, in the divisions for me. So that's a great result. But I fancy Kelo to come back. They look strong, got a strong squad, good manager. I fancy them to come back strong. But yeah, really Clyde as well. They can they can beat anybody on their day in that league as well. And again, that's the that's the beauty of Division Three and, and goals galore. And for me, there's anyone down to about tenth position can win that league. Yeah, I, I think that's right. I think they're they're all there thereabouts. There's only ten points between first and eleventh, so it shows you that's it's very open. But Lark Cole and Les Mahego sat top of the league. Lark Cole got a four three one over Port Glasgow at home. Really tight game and Les Mahego three three with a drossing. I mean yeah. high scoring games and four sides who can score goals. Port Port Glasgow, I, th- I thought maybe they would have started a bit better, but I think they've all got a run going, but you look at Lark Hall when they won the last five, they're, they're really good right now. Do you know what? I actually couldn't believe it when I looked at the league table last week and seen where Lark Hall were. Like, it feels as if no one's been mentioning them. Yeah. They're going a five out of five is is, is, is unbelievable. They lost their first game, if I'm right, and then I've, I've not lost since. But Portman had another fellow form boys down as theirs as one of the head coaches, Alan Moore, and I spoke to him. They're disappointed at the way things are going. But I think with Stevie Wilson and you know, his brother there and the coaching staff they've got, they'll turn it round. When you go into a new club it's, and you've got such a high turnover of players, it's so difficult to hit the ground running. And that's why Ian and myself are very grateful for the fact that the start we've had because we've had 16, 17 new players, so we don't take that for granted. And I just think that, you know, they'll work hard and they'll get back there. But it's just such an unforgiving league as well. So many half-decent teams that can beat anyone. And, you know, and, and, and I, if you're not at it, you can lose on any given day. Yeah, absolutely. And Arvin Vicks as well, mentioned for them. We'd obviously Franny on the last show. 6 now at home to Luga. Six straight wins after their opening day defeat. Kevin yeah. Adam with a hat trick. I mean, they're just they just keep rolling. They're a train that just keeps going. Yeah, hey, I've seen Franny's goal as well. I'm hoping that maybe yeah. on here some luck Saturday against Rodney. <laughs> scored. That was an absolute cracker. Yeah. So not they're a good side. They obviously ran medal close to the Minimaster Derby as well. I, I fancy Irvin to, to go up uh, they score goals and they don't concede many clean sheets are hard to come by as we've seen and to win 6-0 at home and on the run they're on they've got Kevin Adam buying them and they've got Franny who can score goals set PCs so I think they might be too strong for most of that league yeah I think that league as well as we say it's 
it's certainly between the first and third for how competitive it is. But you're you're saying as well, there's goals on it. There's it's one of those games. There's there's goals for that Lanark, uh, Royal Albert, and Dorai big wins for them as well. It's, every team in that league is capable of beating each other. Like I really do believe that. Yeah, definitely. And do you know what I love about it? It's, it's like when I used to go and watch junior football, there was always goals, there's always mistakes, and this league sums it up. It's brilliant. You know, you're anyone can beat anyone. You're going to get your five pound worth or whatever you're paying down there, and it's absolutely brilliant. That's why we love this level. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Fourth division, Thrive and Coastal Athletic kept their winning starts going. Wins for Thorn away to Glenville, a four-one win. BSC three-one over one uh, over Campbellton and West Park four Rossville one. What was your thoughts on that? The results in there over the weekend. Any results catch your eye? Yeah, of course. I think Thorn Thorn needed that one, and the league obviously came to Davis King gives a bit of doing in the cup, which was disappointing. Mm-hmm. I had to heavily involved in Thorn and my best mates there, so I had to walk about with a ski mask on for a few weeks. But they need that. They need that one in the league. They've, they've kind of toiled in the league a little bit, so they had to they had to win that. Obviously, being a local derby, you know, it's a good go. Glenville are kind of kind of struggling at the moment, so. If Glenn Thorne hadn't won that, I think they would have been, you know, questioning themselves a little bit. So it's a great win. Three are just the same as Renfrew for me. I think they are probably far too good for that for that division. That's not, you know, talking anyone else down. They obviously wanted to come from the south to the west, and they're going about their business very professionally. Yes. Um, to to steamroll that league, I, I can even see them going undefeated, you know, and and fair play to them. So to beat Harmony Road two 0 is decent. They've got a. Five for five, three, even they've got a twenty-three goal difference. You know, uh, they, they seem to be a good side. That probably Division Two, probably maybe be their level, if not, you know, slightly higher than that. So I think they'll go through that league like a procession. What I was um, looking at was BSC and, and Campbelltown. Now BSC have all really improved this year for me. Mm-hmm. You know, they struggled last year and they had a few again, a few things going on behind the scenes and stuff when the two clubs broke away from Broomhill and stuff like that. So it's good to see that they're a, they're a great outfit with a great youth system and it's great to see them doing well and they seem to be steady in the ship this year and, and a good three, one home one to Campbelltown who obviously, um, I, I, I got a fair play to them every week. You know, it must be so yeah, absolutely. It must be great when you get that three points right enough, but yeah, it must be difficult for them coming up here. So fair play. And Coastside, keeping up with three, to be fair, um, beating Easterhouse 3-1. Yeah. Easterhouse they are against at home, although they're, they're bottom of the division, it's still a good win. So no, and West Park winning the local derby as well against Rossville. I'm four one. I'm sure, I'm sure they would have loved that day as well. I think there's a bit of blood bud through the the youth systems with them. So I'm sure that was a bit of a tasty one. But West Park are a good side. I know they've kind of got the problems kind of off the park and stuff like that. But on the park, they're, they're certainly doing the business. A good competitive division below three for me. I'm not sure how the the pre, uh, promotions and stuff's going to work. The fourth division. I think three go up. I think I do think. Oh, I do think there's three promotions. I believe. Right. So it could, it, it could be anyone. You've got some Peters who didn't play. You know, you've got five. Thorn could get in that mix. You know, I think although maybe the quality's not there that we've got in Division Three. I, I do believe that you know it's just as competitive. And again, three will probably run away with it. But you wouldn't be surprised if any other two out of the other six would go up. You know, there's maybe a couple of teams like Easterhouse and Campbell. Town maybe a bit much for them, but I, I, I can see any other teams. Kilsyth, especially, they seem to be on a great run. Yeah, and that's the thing with the West. So that's what we touch on every show. It's just every league is so competitive, and that's what you want. You want you just want to every weekend just to have a, a really exciting weekend of football. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I keep saying it a third time I've said it. You get your money's worth. Yeah, you get your money's worth. You pay a five or six quid, whatever you pay, eight quid if it's in the Premier League. You get to see honest people. 
maybe getting paid a little bit of money, but you know they have to work for it and they they have to train hard. They have to go to their works and, and, and turn up on a Saturday and really turn it on because there's pressure at these clubs. You know, even at even at when you go down the leagues, and you know there'll be pressure at Port Glasgow, there'll be pressure at Winton. You know, and and that is great. It's just honest people trying to trying to win football games, and there's not many dramatics and you know the hassles you get in, in the professional leagues and that's why I, I absolutely love it the teams doing well in the Scottish Cup because it's it's putting us in such a good light that you know the big teams will compete Darvels and your Talbots and the likes but there's, there's quality down the leagues as well and hopefully we'll see them come, come up to fruition throughout the throughout the years Yeah Derek we're wishing you and your Greenock side all the very best it's been an absolute pleasure to join the show thank you very much for coming on Oh, thanks for having me. I've loved it. Cheers, mate. Brilliant. Thank you very much for everyone tuned in. Please follow our social media pages for consistent West of Scotland coverage. And as always, subscribe to our YouTube and podcast channels. We'll be back next week with a new show. Thanks very much, everyone. See you soon. Cheers. Mm-hmm.